Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Let's have a little bit of fantasy, shall we? Uh, coming up next week in Singapore is the release of the movie with Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, which is the latest in the Harry Potter uh, film series. Joining us now to talk more about it and why wizarding is so popular still here in Singapore is Joe Chua, the founder of the Harry Potter uh, community here in Singapore. Joe, welcome to the show. Hey, hi, good morning. Thank you for having me on your show. It is really an honor to be here today, this morning. <laughs> and I also greet all of you who are here with us this morning. I hope uh, I'll be able to share some insights on why, like Glenn asked, why it is so popular in Singapore, even after all these years. Well, mm. let's start with that, Joe. And for people who are watching on Facebook Live, that is some of her extensive Wizarding World <laughs> Harry Potter collection behind her. And before we get into it, you're wearing something <laughs> green and velvety. Is, is that how? Is that Wizarding World stuff? Uh, yes, actually, this is a costume from Professor McGonagall, uh, one uh, of the school teachers in Hogwarts. Yeah, mm. unfortunately, um, I think my head has grown since I <laughs> designed this costume, so I'm unable to put on my hat. And of course, I don't have my wand with me. I cannot do spell, or I will get a letter of warning from the Ministry of Magic. Yeah, I'm not supposed to do it in front of muggles like you. Okay, well, Joe, let's get into it. I mean, as a, as a children's book author myself, I often see, even today, Harry Potter still on the bestseller lists in bookstores around Singapore. The first book came out in 1997. Just it's hard to believe it was that long ago, right? Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Glenn's daughter has read them all. Yeah. My daughter is currently reading them. You know, they go through generations. Just recently on HBO Max, they celebrated the 20th, the 20th anniversary of the first right. movie. Where has the time gone? Tell me right. why. Why is it that Harry Potter, the Wizarding World phenomenon, is still so popular? I guess in a way... The story and the characters really resonates with the readers at a different stage of their life. And it is something that we can easily relate to as we experience the joy and the worries of the students throughout their life in Hogwarts and the worries and of a adult like Molly Weasley who worries about how her family is very characters also are not bad. And I think you know, one of the things she was starting to talk about was this, this idea of just the magic that we all experience when we're transported into a good story, right? And what that looks like. Well, what is um, fascinating and clever about the original Harry Potter books is that they follow Harry's journey from the first year of secondary school until the end of secondary school. So it's literally, not just metaphorically, but literally relatable to every young person on Mm. the planet. Mm. He goes through the first year problems, he goes through puberty, and then he goes through first girlfriend, first kiss, and so on and so on. And so children can follow that journey. But yeah, as I was saying... it's it's that idea that a child picks up the first Harry Potter book at 11 or 12, same age as Harry Potter, uh, female or male, then literally goes on that journey, not just through the books, but through life from 11 Mm. to adulthood to leaving school, going off to university and so on and so on. It's It's a little journey for every child to go on. Yeah, the uh, it's funny because as you watch these, as you watch the movies, 
you know, there's no pretense now that the, the actors are kids anymore, right? They're yeah. all like adults. They've got families and all kinds of different things going on. So it's, uh, I'm, I'm losing a little bit of the suspension of disbelief mm. uh, as the actors themselves now are full-grown adults. Yeah. You know? Of course, but, Fantastic Beasts, they're not the same actors. Exactly. It's, it's a whole yeah. new yeah. cast. Yeah. Um, but it's a prequel, actually. It takes the story back into the 1920s, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Fantastic Beasts starts... Uh, takes us back to the 1920s New York. I mean, the, those films are set in New York yeah. and talks about, it's an origin story. Where did Professor Dumbledore come from? Where did the wizards come from? The muggles and the mm. half-bloods and so on and so on. But I just find, I was asked a question once that um, a parent said to me, my child only reads Harry Potter, should I be worried? And I was, they're four or 500 pages long. If you, Why should you be worried? I mean, the fact that the child is picking up the book. You should give them, give, give them, a, give yeah, them credit. You should give them credit for, uh, for just reading anything. So that is yeah. what the, the takeaway I have with J.K. Rowling is that she has raised not one but two generations now to read Harry Potter's from start to finish. My daughter will read them back to front. They're six, seven hundred pages each. There's no other book that my daughter reads like that. So it's an extraordinary achievement. And that's why I think the legacy is still there. You know, I, what's also interesting is some parents, uh, I have seen these complaints over the years about magic, you know, yeah. and the fact that there is magic in these movies and, and that's a bad thing, you know, like the occult or the macabre or whatever. But, you know, when you watch these things, the way it's presented is in such a, I, I think, fantastically fun way that um, I, I don't agree with that argument. I don't know. No, nor do I, I. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, but... Uh, because if you read murder mysteries, there are murders in them, but it doesn't mean we're advocating murder. You know, you are allowed, you said it earlier, suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Within reason, age appropriate, children should be exposed to the realities of life. Yeah. And they should be exposed to different interpretations, different points of view. And yeah. I think that's a good thing. But tell us more specifically, Singapore, you set up the first Harry Potter mm. fan club in Singapore. You know, how popular is it? And what, what are the sorts of things you do in your wizarding world? Well, I mean, the Facebook, uh, it's actually a community page that I set up when some sometimes around 10 years back when the last uh, movie was at this uh, Twilight. So it was quite surprising to me that the number of likes has increased over the years, even after the end of the movie. Mm. And I guess this uh, is a sign of the popularity of uh, Harry Potter and Wizarding World in Singapore currently. And although we have not a lot of activities in Singapore, but it seems that the connection is still there. And every time there are special occasions, the fans will still rise up to the challenge. Yeah, how many, Joe, how many people have joined the Facebook group? Mm, right now we have 970-odd uh, number of people. And there are people who follow it, like about 1,000 followers. Wow. I mean, 1,000 followers for a 25-year-old book. I mean, the first one came out in 1997. (laughs) I mean, it's it's quite extraordinary, really. I mean, mean, for the benefit of our listeners, we now have the third movie in the Fantastic Beasts franchise coming out next week. What is the difference between the original Harry Potter books and films and the Fantastic Beasts uh, films? Mm, yes, actually, a lot of the um, a lot of the elements in the new films are 
sort of like had been referred to previously in the Harry Potter book. Mm-hmm. Take for example, New Scamander, the protagonist of the new film. He is actually the author of a school textbook that the students are required to read when they attend Hogwarts classes. So in a book of the same title, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, we know that Neil really loves uh, Fantastic Beasts and in all his inner travel, he will identify all these creatures and then he will put them in a book and that is how the school book came about. Yes. Also, we also know that the new films for the Fantastic Beasts movie, they actually are going to plot towards the storyline whereby Albus Dumbledore will duel with uh, Galad Grindelwald. And this is one of the withering wars in the books that have been mentioned in Harry Potter's book. Mm. We're talking with Joe Chua, the founder of the Harry Potter uh, Singapore fan club. And Joe, do you have you been able to see the movie? Do you get any perks because you're the head of the fan club? Does <laughs> Warner Brother uh, let you do his pre-screening or anything? <laughs> well, I wish. <laughs> well, in any case, nah, no worries. I mean... I'm going for the marathon this uh, Wednesday, I believe. Yes, uh, I'm going for the marathon. So I'll be one of the first to watch the movie in Singapore as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are you expecting from it, from the movie? Or what are you, hope- honest, or what are you hoping for? <laughs> I'm hoping for more magical beasts. I think that um, in the past two movies, there have been very fantastic in cinematic uh, visualization and representation of the magical creatures that Newt came across and mentioned in his book. And I would love to see more of this magical beast in action. I think that would be really, really lovely. What if you're, I mean, just across the franchise generally, see if our listeners agree, what are your favourite characters? Because my daughter's favourite character changes on a daily, weekly basis. What are your favourite characters in the series? Hmm. I guess, my favorite is Professor McGonagall. Yeah. <laughs> As you can see, I'm forever wearing her costume. Yeah, but I think Professor <laughs> McGonagall is a very strict. Um, she's strict, but at least she looks after her students, and she's a very rational uh, teacher. And also, she has some uh, funny sides to her, which makes her uh, quite uh, approachable in a way. And she's really smart, and I love that about her. Yeah. Do you find in the in the fan group that it's it's more more men than women in the in the fan group, or do you feel like Harry Potter equally attracts women as well as mm. as men? I, I don't. I okay. I'm just giving my personal opinion. Yeah. Sure. But when I look at all the um, you know all the live uh, screening or you know telecast of the fans around the world. I can see that actually there are more females than males that are engrossed in this wizarding world. So take for example, when I go to the uni- uh, the Universal Studio Wizarding World in Japan, I think the population of the females there is totally well, more than the male population. I think this is very telling. I think for girls uh, in general, we really like to have, um, we are really engrossed in this kind of fantasy and, you know, the boarding schools. 
these are the things that we have come across in both that we have that when we were young, uh, fairies, sixty goblins. But for boys, I wouldn't say that there are none, and or there are few, but. Mm-hmm. There are still people out there who are who love the world, and we do have a fair number of uh, male uh, Harry Potter fans in our group. And yes, I think that's pretty much that. But they have more things to occupy them. They have a lot of the rings, for example. They have Avengers. <laughs> yeah, so I guess, yeah, okay. for this particular one, female wins the vote. <laughs> That's fantastic. My final question to you, Joe, comes in a way from my daughter because there are four Hogwarts houses, Glenn, and they have LinkedIn stories about this, right? Yeah. Because you can apply it to business. There is the House Gryffindor, mm. tell me if I'm wrong, which is associated with bravery. There is House Ravenclaw, intelligence. House Hufflepuff, empathy. House Slytherin, ambition. Joe, I'm putting you on the spot. You've known Glenn and I for all of five minutes. Which house do you think Glenn and I would be suitable for? Well, I think maybe I should get the sorting head here. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, yes. Wow, I think, okay, judging by yourself, perhaps I... Perhaps your daughter might be in Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw is known for their books, uh, book smarts, their cleverness. Oh. So I think that would be a good choice. And for me personally, I am partial to Gryffindor, so perhaps I would be biased in my favour to put her in Gryffindor. Yeah, but and what about ultimately... Glenn and myself? Glenn and myself, which which houses are we in? Yeah, where are you yeah. gonna where are you gonna put well, us? If the child disagrees, that's fine. I think the sorting hat will put your choice in consideration, and that is what happened to Harry in the first book when she got sorted. <laughs> so I think there's no no worries about that. She can be in any house that she wish to. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Well, Joe, thank you. We're gonna have to leave it there. But uh, thanks to Joe Chua, the founder of the Harry Potter Singapore fan club, and uh, looking forward to all seeing the movie, which is opening in Singapore next week. It's called With Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, the latest in the Harry Potter series. Thanks again for being with us, Joe. Yes, thank you very much for having me once again. A very good day to all of you and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.